Sawete omnes. What is up in the hizzle? My nose is Ooh, I'm going to cringe when I read or listen to that. Anyways, welcome. Uh, we're going to be doing another little different um, deal, kind of branching off of all of the Latin grammar that we've done in the past. So as you guys are familiar, if you had um, listened to the prior ep- episode, um, I'm kind of going into more of this etymological tangent, and I'm really liking it so far, and it's a nice little break from all the the grammar and stuff like that. I'm sure you guys agree. Latin's great. I love Latin. It has really helped me command my language, grammar, understanding of grammar, what an indicative verb is versus uh, a subjunctive verb, and, you know, the understanding of a perfect passive participle and participles in general and the difference between them and gerunds and supines and, you know, all that great stuff, all right? I can go on a rant about grammar because I know grammar from a different perspective now. But now I want to do something a little bit different. So I'm going to continue on with the words that we were doing before. We're kind of treating language as this big overarching tree with a bunch of branches and a bunch of roots that kind of just keep on and continually branch. So think about this as like the biggest tree that you've ever seen in your gosh darn life. Okay. So with that being said, um, let's get right on into it. Um, the first word that I really want to get into is metron in Greek. Um, metron refers to uh, meter which is a measurement, all right? It refers to length and or measure and or measurement. So that's where we get words like diameter and perimeter and actually geometry and optometry. And um, it's where we get thermometer as well and stuff like that. So if you'll stick with me, we're going to get into that. Plus, we're going to get into more Greek words, not just metron. So Um, Firstly, we have metron. Let's go ahead and dive into some words that might incorporate the word meter. Well, meter. If you guys don't know what a meter is, because Americans don't use it, um, a meter is a part of the metric system. It's actually like, mm, it's like, I know it's roughly three feet. And then I know more specifically, it's like 39.4 some odd inches, I think. So if you didn't know, now you know. Another one is geometry. Geo is where we get earth from. So geometry is just really measurements of the earth. That's why geometry is just a bunch of angles and understanding angles. That's why people that are architects and engineers, they really have to understand geometry on a deep level because they are basically understanding the world and measuring the world around us and fitting houses into the world around us, right? You know, we have to measure off and level off land and, you know, this and that and whatnot. And I don't really know a lot about that kind of stuff. So I'm going to shut up. How about optometry? Well, opsis refers to sight. It's where we get, um, well, actually, um, Opsis is sight in Greek, but it also is where we get opto, optare in Latin, which means to choose. Um, And the way that I think about that is, well, you typically choose with your optical eye, right? So opsis meaning sight. Optometry is measurement of eyesight, right? So um, 
that's always something to, to know if you didn't know now. Um, always a cool thing by any means. So uh, further, let's try uh, symmetry, right? That makes sense. Sim means same and or equal, measuring the same, right? That's what symmetry means, right? When we think of something that is symmetrical, um, we think of them as or it being uh, very much just like equal in everything. It's like equilibrium uh, to the max. I don't know. Sorry, I was busy uh, plugging in my computer because uh, it's going to die. Anyways, another one is barometer. So baros actually means weight and or pressure. So a barometer is actually a measurement that uh, measures air pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Thermometer. What is a thermometer? Well, therm refers to temperature and or heat, thermos. So heat measurement, that's where, you know, we could dive into that a little bit deeper um, and talk about hypothermia. Oh my goodness gracious, man alive. If you guys have remembered emia that I've mentioned quite a bit in the past, emia, presence in blood, hypo, low, low, therm, temperature, presence in blood. So low temperature presence in blood is hypothermia. And well, that's very well what it means because at the end of the day, if you have really severe cases of hypothermia, um, you got to lop off limbs, right? Because the blood freezes essentially. And uh, yeah, it's uh, hypoxic and it won't, hy hypo meaning low, ox referring to oxygen, and ia, again, kind of a truncated version of emia, meaning presence in blood. So hypoxia is just a low uh, oxygen presence in blood. So that becomes hypoxic and skibbity beep, skibbity bop. There goes a limb. Sorry. So that's what I like to show you guys is when I go on these side tangents, I can really bring it back though, because what we were still talking about meter, but we were talking about thermometer and I wanted to talk about, oh, well, what else do we have? We have hypothermia, which also bridges that therm affix into it. Okay. So moving on with metron, actually, ha ha ha, we have diameter, dia meaning through and or across and meter meaning length. So a, di a diameter just cuts through the length of a circle, right? That's what I explained to my kids. You know, a radius is just half a diameter. And uh, um, I should look up the etymology of radius because I'm sure there is something to it. Uh, but diameter just means through. Um, uh, if you guys want to know, I don't know if you want to know, uh, but I'll tell you anyways because words are cool. Diarrhea, dia meaning through. And rhea re refers to um, a flowing of, but more more specifically, like an abnormal flowing of. So uh, diarrhea just really refers to an abnormal flowing through. Um, and uh, sometimes it can refer to discharge, I believe, but I don't want to say that word because mm, I already said it. Now I'm getting grossed out. Okay, I'm done. Centimeter. Centi meaning a hundred. And meaning mean blah, 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 blah. meter meaning um, length and or measurement. So sorry, I got a little tripped up on my words there. Uh, centimeter kentum actually in Latin means one hundred. Now they don't sound similar, but that's where we get centimeter from. That's where we get century. That's where we get centurion. A um, commander of a hundred men. That's actually what a centurion was. That's what the 
um, the title meant. Um, and it's also what you get, where you get centipede because centi means a hundred pedes meaning feet. Uh, so centipede just refers to a hundred feet. All right. So, um, so yeah, how do you, how do you like that? I hope you like it because I love it. It's, it's language. It's dissecting and understanding words. And then, um, just doing, like I said, it's like word substitution. That's why I feel like there's like this, this pattern, patterns of math that are involved in language. And, uh, you know what? Argue with me or not? I think I'm right. All right, and we are back with another set of words. We're going to go into the prefix sin. Sin can also show up as sim, uh, which means with and or together, right? So um, what was the last one that I think I mentioned before? I, I believe it was... Um, crap, I forget. Well, I'll get into some other ones. Because how about sympathy? Because sim means the same with together and pathos means feeling. So feeling with someone else, right? That's what sympathy is. It's basically um, just like trying to understand where they, they come from. But uh, maybe you haven't had the actual perspective. Empathy is where you actually can feel them on a heart-to-heart -heart level and um, and a deeper level because you have been through the similar and or same experience. So you can empathize with them. How about symphony? Sim, uh, with and or together, and phonos, phone meaning sound. So sounds that go uh, together. And that's what a symphony is, basically. You know, a symphony is not uh, going to be this uh, cacophony of uh, instruments just playing out of tune and out of sync or anything like that, right? In fact, synchronize, right? Sing means with, together, right? And then chronos meaning time. So, right, synchronize, like, things like, I don't know, like, your watches or something like that, you know, to do things at the same time is what synchronization is. That's what we do when we are in a symphony. We synchronize those um, instruments with time, right? We have certain patterns. We have a conductor at the end of the day and all that good stuff. So I'm going to go into another one. How about synthesis? Syn meaning with together and thesis meaning to put and or place. So putting together is a synthesis. Um, synthetic, right? Synthetic is put together, right? Um, a material which is made of uh, putting chemicals together essentially is what synthetic means, right? So that's kind of cool to understand. So how about photosynthesis? That was the one that I mentioned prior. Faux show. There we go. It's funny, I get on these like rants and then the, the words that I remember are things that I was trying to remember in the past crop back up again. Um, the problems of having a mind that ruminates constantly. Anyways, photosynthesis, photo meaning lights and meaning with and door together. So the process by which, um, light puts, uh, the nutrients in together, uh, to, to make that green chlorophyll, right? I used to take chlorophyll a long time ago. I wonder if it actually really, you know, works. I believe certain supplements are very vital um, to one's health and longevity, man, you guys don't know. I'm, I'm about to get into some sort of health 
the, the thing is, is that I, when I'm just like, you know, by myself in my apartment, I'm typically listening to music and or podcasts on, you know, repeat, repeat. I don't know why I just like to have the, the information just constantly going and, or, you know, hearing talking, I think like, you know, it was a habit that I got into during the pandemic. Um, just cause you know, it gets lonely and to hear just voices and or other conversations and lighthearted conversations and whatever, um, and, or just absorbing information, um, and having your mind think about something else entirely other than lon- loneliness really, um, helps. So, um, yeah, I typically listen to a lot of health podcasts and for the first time in my life. I am starting to utilize supplements in a very, um, deliberate way. And, uh, it's very interesting. I've never done it before. I never really, you know, I, I, I used to be that kind of person, you know, that we're all like quick fix and, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting into a side tangent, but I'll get back into sin in a little bit. But, um, but now I realize how like these things are, it's not really, there, there are no, the quick fixes. There are these gradual things that you can stack in your favor as well. And I consider like some of these things that I've added into my life, almost just like, it's like added insurance in my longevity. And when I say longevity and health, I really talk about quality of life because I got into this argument with a person where they're like, oh, you know, like I, I used to know someone like you that was all about health and blood, blood, that, and then they ended up dying at the age of 40 or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And it made me realize how like, you know, you can't live your life. So blah, blah, because it was just, it was very interesting. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not what it's about. That's not why. And that's not for the right reasons. That's, uh, that's why I work out is because I just want to feel good. And that's what health is at the end of the day. And that's what I've come to learn through a long broken and unhealthy relationship with both my body, my mind. Um, and just, you know, just it it is, I feel for these kids now that are getting thrown all this social media because it really takes a toll on how you look at yourself and how you evaluate, evaluate yourself. And, uh, and it can be really detrimental on your mind, especially when, uh, you were, and or are um, a very like uh, perfectionist type of mentality. So um, yeah, I, I, I now I, I realize and I told that person, I was like, you know, health at the end of the day is just feeling good so that you can do the absolute best that you can every single day. Um, and at the end of the day, if that means that I only live to 60, or 70, which is not really considered a long time, then that's okay with me as long as I felt good. You know, I don't want to like live to 120 years old, but like, you know, hate every single day of my life and or not feel the best. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's funny how we equate health and all this stuff to like age and longevity and biohacking and this and that. And I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, I just don't want to feel like crap day by day by day by day. I just want to feel good. And you want to feel good. Everybody wants to feel good, whether you know it or not. 
man, I look at these kids <laughs> that I teach and I'm like, you know, they're fueled off of glucose. They're fueled off of Takis. My, my students very well know that my, my classroom is a Taki free zone. They, they've made signs for me to put up all over my classroom. Taki free zone. Um, just because they make it a huge mess. And uh, when you turn over the labeling and like you read all the crap, oh man, sometimes I really want to cuss, but I can't. Um, or I just, you know, I'm not making my, uh, I, I, I can, I can do whatever I want, but I'm just choosing not to rather. Um, or when I mentioned that student that literally chugged a Mountain Dew before uh, walking into first period at eight o'clock with me um, and then whipping out a a, a tub of Pillsbury Doughboy frosting and eating out of that, you know, it's just like, I wonder, you know, I don't know. Food is food. It's hyper palatable and it's, you know, it's, it's addicting. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's why we have overly, um, you know, morbidly obese people, uh, of which we never did back in the day, you know, it's just like one of those things where we eat and eat and eat because those hyper palatable foods kind of like hijack both our brain, our body, our mind. And, uh, they, they, they lead us on a path of, uh, just overconsumption in general. So, uh, I'm going to shut up because I am just going on weird rants. So apologize, apologies, I apologize. Uh, let's get into a few more after that. After I, uh, I was talking about photosynthesis, right? I think, oh yeah, because I started, because that's where we get uh, chlorophyll. And then I went on my health tangent. So yeah, maybe this, that's a sign for me to uh, look into trying chlorophyll out again. I don't know. Whatever. Shut up, Liam. Move on. Because a few more I have written down here. How about synonym. Yeah, I'm starting to write them down because they just kind of like come to me at the time. I know that there are more, but uh, uh, I'm just going to say these ones because synonym, uh, onoma in Greek refers to name. It's where we get in Latin nomen, which means name, nihi nomen est. So Mr. Connolly, that, that, that would be me saying my name in Latin. Anyways, uh, just a little brief Latin interjection, I guess. Um, yeah, synonym, uh, it's where we get, uh, nomenclature, right? Uh, the, the naming of words, uh, within the, uh, a certain context. So, uh, another one is a synagogue, sin with and to, or together, right? And ago meaning to bring. So a synagogue is a place to bring people together. Essentially, that's what it means, right? Kind of cool now that you know because it makes sense. That's what they do. And then how about um, syncopation? Oh, I don't have that one written down, but that one just popped into my mind. Uh, syncopation, koptien, um, means to strike or to cut in Greek. Um, I've, I've never really known how to pronounce it correctly. Um because I never took Greek, but um, it's like coped in or something like that. Um, syncopation, uh, which is um, a rhythm in music in which uh, an ascent is put up on um, on that expected note, right? Uh, I'm, I wish I knew music better than that. Or 
and then it also rests for the ascendant node, I believe. But um, man, I knew a lot about that stuff because it, I, you know, I haven't played guitar in a while, but I used to read music and stuff like that. Like that's that's something that I definitely knew in my prior past. And well, I got to thank um, my class back in um, the uh, when I was going to UPS because it was uh, my first semester seminar course was called uh, Rock After the Beatles. And it's really the first time when I started to evaluate music on a whole deeper level. And uh, I loved it a lot. So, so yeah, I can get into side tangents and such like that. So, uh, apologies, but um, yeah. Anyways, here we go. Sorry. Well, I think that's it because I just tried to rack my brain and figure out if there's any more words and i can't think of any for sin so i'm gonna leave it there because i feel like i've went on many a side tangent and i need to just shut up and uh leave you guys so uh, i appreciate all the support um and if you haven't please go ahead and go subscribe um in spotify and or apple podcasts uh leave me a review um, hey, uh, shoot me an email at liamconnerly at gmail.com, liamconnerly, L-I-A-M-C-O-N-N-E-R-L-Y, there you go, um, at gmail.com. Uh, if uh, you have any questions or anything like that and or suggestions, comments, um, and if you like this concept of the words that I'm doing, this kind of like etymological uh, branch into, um, you know, showing the utility of Latin and why I love language. Um, so you could call me uh, a philologist, right? A, a lover of words. Um, but I won't call myself that because I don't like the sound of that word. So without further ado, tempus est scattere, y'all.